0: Hello and welcome to episode 25 of Design Curious Podcast. I'm your host and mentor, Rebecca Ward. And I can't believe that it is February already. Uh, This week is a big one. Of course, it's Valentine's Day or Galentine's Day or whatever. It's the day we can show our love and appreciation of each other. But it's also my birthday, the day after Valentine's Day, so a little heart's baby here, and I'm turning 43, so fun approaching middle age here. Um, We're just not going to think about that, I think, (laughs) but um, anyway. But no, seriously, I mean, as I get older, each year brings me so much more wisdom and experience and I'm just grateful for all the things that I learn every year, but it does fly by a lot faster the older you get. So anyway, I'm here to impart all of my wisdom and experience to you and share it with you as you are looking to become an interior designer. And today I am talking to you about five courses I would recommend that you take to start your career and this is keeping in mind that maybe not everybody is going to go and get a two-year or four-year degree in interior design when they start out in their career and if they do that's totally fine as well but if you're kind of on the fast track and you're looking for the five courses that you need to take before you can just get started and get going then this episode is for you and i will remind you that on my website I have a download that you might be interested in called Three Things I Wish I Had Known When I Had Started My Career. And so you can go to the podcast page on my website and find that there. Get on the list to receive emails about the podcast and any news that might come out. And um, I just think that's going to be some great information for you besides this episode today. So let's get into it. You're now listening to Design Curious, a place where you, creative one, are here to learn about what it really is like to be an interior designer. And I'm your host and mentor, Rebecca Ward. If you're worried about how to succeed in a creative career, if you're ready to learn your next steps to become an interior designer, and if you want the satisfaction of doing something you love every day, you are in the right place. Grab a coffee, a notebook, and let's dig into today's episode. Okay, first and foremost, I would say that the most important course that you need to take if you're going to think about becoming a designer, working for someone else, working for yourself, would be taking a CAD drafting class. CAD drafting has proven to me to be one of the most marketable and usable tools that I have learned in my whole career. As I said in episode one, it was the one thing that really opened doors for me when we had the last recession in 2007 and 8. My ability to use CAD was extremely useful, not only for designers, but also for architects. So it's definitely a skill that you want to learn. And especially if you're going into business for yourself, starting out, it'll be hard to outsource that financially. So it's great if you can take care of that yourself, You usually have more time than money starting out in any companies. So being able to do that yourself and not outsource it is really useful. Plus, it's going to be where you're doing your creative designing. I do have some colleagues who enjoy hand drafting as well. It's just how they can think creatively is putting pencil to paper and drafting out by hand. Initially, because that's the way I learned drafting was hand drafting first. And then we moved into computer-aided drafting. Uh, I did feel like I had to do it by hand first before I went to the computer. But over the years, I can easily and even more quickly move things around on the computer, try out 20 different layouts for a living room to see what works best much more quickly than I could by hand. So, if nothing else, and I have said this to people in my mentorship group, that if nothing else, take CAD drafting. That's going to be the one thing that's going to open the door for you working for another designer as you're starting out on that path to design, as we talked about in episode 23. So, if you missed that, Go back to episode 23 and I kind of lay out the whole path of a career where you start from the day you think you want to be a designer to actually being a designer. Okay, the next course I think that would be really useful is color theory and application. Color is difficult, (laughs) to say the least. It's such a training for your eye, and I've talked about this before, Um, being able to see the subtleties in color really understanding the color wheel how it works the primaries the secondaries the triads complementary colors and all of that you're not using those terms necessarily in everyday use but you're noticing how colors are working together when you're creating color schemes in my company I work with a lot of blues it's one of my favorite colors I gravitate toward it a lot and it's Statistically, I think blue is one of the world's most popular colors. (laughs) Uh, We see it in the ocean, we see it in the sky. So it is very common for the clients that I work with to also like blue. I have a lot of blue exhibited in my portfolio, so people who like blue are probably drawn towards that. But I I work in other colors as well, and you'll see that in my portfolio as well. But um, understanding that with the blue, the greens, the cyans, the turquoises, Colors that will play well with that are usually the oranges and rests and reds, and so understanding that kind of balance is really good with color. And then selecting color, paint colors for the walls, is another challenging thing that you have to learn over time. So acquiring a paint deck from one of your favorite paint vendors is a good tool to have, And just start playing around with it and noticing each strip from one to the next, see how it's different. But um, being able to take a course in color theory really is going to help solidify and make a great foundation for understanding color. It's such an important part of design. The other class I would recommend is taking a materials and materials application class. Again, this is something that you're going to be using all the time in residential design Understanding fabrics, tiles, um, how to apply them, the different surfaces that you can have on countertops. It's something that you're using every day, and there's a lot of intricacies with it. So, being familiar with all the different types of materials, what you can do, can you put leather on the floors? And if you do, how long is it going to last? And those types of things. Um, So, taking a course on that would be really beneficial. I would probably uh, say after CAD drafting, one of the more useful courses would be taking a principles of interior design or just the basic design principles. I recently gave a presentation to a young group of girls and I was asked to kind of go over the basic design principles. And so I was was looking that up and, you know, of course I learned this a long time ago in college, but I was like, well, what are those principles? So I had to actually search it up and found that there's, Generally speaking, there's seven main principles for interior design, so I will go over them really quickly here for you. Uh, The first one being balance, so that's to bring a state of equilibrium to a space. There's harmony, which is an orderly or pleasing arrangement of items or furniture or architectural details. There's rhythm, which is a uniform or patterned reoccurrence, so you might find rhythm by using color, rhythm by using Pattern, different ways you can apply that. There's proportion, so that's comparative relation between things or magnitudes as to a size, quantity, number, etc. And ratio. So uh, making sure things are in proportion to each other, or you know, pushing the envelope and making it out of proportion and trying to make a statement um, depends on what you're going for. But understanding the rules of proportion is important. Scale as well is a really important principle, Uh, understanding the scale of the room. So if you have an enormous great room, you're going to want a larger scale sofa, not some petite apartment sized sofa. So scale definitely comes into play with furniture especially, but you can do it in design details as well. And sometimes you're going to want to oversize things to make a statement or minimize it to draw less attention to it. Sixth one, I would say is emphasis. So it's taking special consideration of. So you're drawing an emphasis towards the fireplace as a focal point. Yeah, say emphasis is kind of similar with creating focal points and where you're going to draw the eye to in the room. And then lastly, they point out is contrast, which is, I believe, really one that I use a lot as well. If we have all monochromatic color scheme, then you want to bring some contrast into that, usually like with black or dark grays or browns or things like that to contrast with the lighter components. So color, you can do that with contrasting dark tables with white sofas. There's a lot of ways you can do that, but contrast is definitely important to bring interest to a space. So those were the seven basic design principles in a nutshell. (laughs) But if you take a course that kind of goes over that in detail and seeing how to apply those principles, you can apply that to any room in the house. Okay. And then I would say um, the last course I'd would recommend would depend on whether you're going straight into your own business or if you're going to be working for someone else. Of course, both of these would be great to take. But if I were just picking five, I would say if you're going to work for someone else, maybe taking a building's uh, building codes and standards class would be really good just to understand because um, you're likely going to be doing a lot of drafting, plan sets, When you're working for someone else and getting a basic handle of construction standards and building so that you can uh, have that information to talk to the contractors and the architects that you might be working with as well. So, yeah, I definitely say take that one. But if you're going into business straight away for yourself, you might want to then take a business practices class because that is going to be so important for making sure that you are profitable when you start out. So those would be the five courses I would recommend if you can't, you know, go full time to school or if you just need to quickly jumpstart your career. Of course, taking a two-year degree or four-year, if that's the path for you, is also just fine. So either way that you decide to take, these courses will be definitely helpful. Now, you could take them out of school. You could take them online individually. There's so many master classes and courses out there that you can take doesn't necessarily have to be on campus. I'll also mention that besides all of these courses, it'd be good in your spare time to (laughs) familiarize yourself with the history of design, understanding design styles. And if you need help with that, familiarizing yourself with different design styles that you may be using for your clients. I have a design style quiz that you can take to understand what your style is. It also uh, highlights 12 different styles that we've identified, and I use this quiz with my clients to understand what their design style is, but it's always a fun quiz to take. People enjoy finding out what their style is, Um, and then sometimes it's a combination of two, but we also have, uh, if you go to my Pinterest page, you can see all 12 of those have a board that you can explore what traditional design is, what transitional design is, and so forth. So check that out on Pinterest or go to my website. You can take the quiz there if that's something that interests you, but it's definitely worth knowing so you can have that conversation with your clients. So there you have it. It was hard to actually pare it down to five once I started looking into it. (laughs) It's like, oh, you need to know this and you need to know that. But really, I'd say, you know, number one, it really is CAD. Like you could get that and then you could just go. But all these other things are going to be extremely useful as well. So like I mentioned, um, you can go to my website and find the Design styles quiz there. That's always a really fun thing, people love to take and kind of familiarize yourself with all the design styles. You can also go to my Pinterest boards and find for Rebecca Ward Design all 12 styles there that we've identified. And then you can also find on the website the show notes. So if you go to the podcast page and you can click on the episode to get the show notes, the links and everything will be there as well as the three things I wish I'd known when I started my career download that you can want to get as well. So while you're there, check that out. And of course, as always, I would love to have you join me in My Design Mentor, um, our membership program with the community of people just like you who are wanting to start their career. They need some mentorship, some direction of where to go. So You can get in there today and I'd love to see you there and answer your questions and guide you on the path to your career as an interior designer. Have a great week. We'll be back again next week with Lindsay to talk more about all of her great advice and the career that she started and how she built her network and became a thriving designer that she is today. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. If you love this episode, please leave a rating and a review. This helps me reach other curious creatives like you. If you have a topic request or would like to contact me, simply head over to my website, rwarddesign.com or email me at podcast at rwarddesign.com.